that doesn't look safe. You know the sport where they start backwards, uh, they have skis, they ski backwards, they go off of a ramp, and then they flip around a bunch of times, and they try to land facing forward or something? Yeah, I don't know. Or is it one, one girl wipeout completely? It is Tuesday, February 8th, 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky, and this here is my daily podcast, daily audio blog, if you will. Something I try to do between Monday and Friday, keeping track of the goings-on of the life of an expat here in Beijing, China at the moment. Yeah, and I'm watching these Olympics. Uh, today, I have seen many wipeouts. The uh, giant giant slalom, slalom, slalom. Uh, that one with the snowboards, uh, they, it was like every race had someone wiping out. Uh, if it was in one race, both of them wiped out. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, they showed the temperatures earlier of the three different locations that they are using for the uh, the skiing and the snowboarding. And it was like uh, in Zhangjiakou, which is four hours uh, northeast of, uh, northwest of uh Beijing, it was like minus 12 or minus 9 or something around there. Uh, but then, like, getting closer to the city, you could see it warm up. Um, all of the hockey and everything is being held in Wukasong, which is southwest in the city. Uh, well, still about an hour away from where I live. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there, I, I wonder if maybe the snow is... It's slick. It's more icy than it is snowy, uh, because uh, even outside it's gotten warmer. The sun is shining a lot more, and no doubt because of the lack of pollution. Like it's been blue skies for the last week and a bit. It's been nice. It's been gorgeous, and it doesn't even smell like Beijing anymore. It's almost bizarre. You, you know, usually when you walk through Beijing, you're kind of like, ah, yeah, there you go. That's that's home. <laughs> That's a, a faint whiff of coal dust in the air, something like that. But uh, since oh, the Friday before Spring Festival, so January 28th, 29th, I mean, it's been pretty much blue skies and clear and not so smelly. I say I was uh, watching the uh, Olympics today. Well, I don't know what I did, but... Uh, Somehow, I my back. I, I meant to go to get some ac, get acupuncture done today. I've never done it before, but I figured it was going to help. With the idea being that acupuncture, you stick a bunch of sharp needles into your your muscles, um, and it's supposed to release the tension. So, like it, uh, uh, you, you stab yourself a bunch of times with these needles. And then by doing that, it causes them to, like, uh, what do you call it? Blood flows in. They swell and they release. So it releases the, the tension of it. Turns out, um, a lot of the TCM places are closed. Uh, not just because of Spring Festival, but because of the uh, uh, the, the, the virus. So the, the epidemic is still sort of affecting some of these businesses. And the one that I found that was open actually required me to have a negative NAT test within the last 48 hours. Well, I don't have that, so there went that idea. So it was a self-care day today. 
taking care of it. Uh, I want to sort of, um, and the reason I was sort of looking at getting this done is because, you know, last week I tweaked my back a little bit. It's feeling a lot better, but it was very tense. It was very tight today, and I want to see if I could get it loosened up and then come home and strengthen it so I could work out tomorrow morning. That was the plan. Well, that didn't happen. I didn't get the uh, uh, the acupuncture, but, I mean, I was able to ice it and get some other things done, uh, sort of make sure that I can at least try to get up tomorrow morning, do another workout, even if it's half power, right? I'm not going to try to push it uh, too much um, just out of caution, basically. That would be the only reason I'm sort of... Um, being a little bit more delicate with this one. I don't I don't want to have to I don't want to re-aggravate it and then make it worse. All of this is sort of leading up to we are now into February, so another month, and it's gonna be the four by four by forty-eight. So the you know the, this David Goggins challenge. I did this last year and I'm thinking about doing the same thing this year as well, wherein over the weekend, starting at Friday night at eight PM you run four miles every four hours for 48 hours. Last year, I got through half of it. This year, I want to get through all of it. I Now, last year, I was not in as good as running condition. I think this year, I'm a lot better. Uh, but the last couple of weeks, I have not been running with my weight vest. I've just been going... I've been doing four miles or four and a half miles instead of running three miles with a weight vest. So I figure... It's uh, it's a challenge. I want to try to do it. Uh, even if I can't complete the whole thing by running, I will allow myself to walk portions if I if I feel the need to. Now, whether or not I do any sort of fundraising, I'm not sure. Um, I didn't last year because I wasn't even sure I was going to be able to finish it, uh, to tell you the truth. So that was sort of what kept me from making it sort of official that I was doing something like this. But this year, again, I, I might just do it just out of solidarity, if anything, uh, and also to challenge myself. Uh, again, I mean, it's running four hours, uh, at four miles every four hours for two days. Yeah, and like throughout the night. I, last year I was up at, uh, was it, well, at, at midnight, I did a, a four miles, and then again at 4 a.m., and then again at 8 a.m., right? And it wasn't, I was actually not as tired as I thought I would be. And I think this year, it, approaching it with that knowledge of having done it at least once, of experiencing sort of how to take care of your body. Uh, last year, I was uh, trying to get little naps during the day. And then also, I was under the covers, like heating my legs. And I don't think that was wise. I think, if anything, uh, you got to keep your legs cool, and so like to keep the swelling down. If you put them under your covers, they're going to heat up and they're going to swell. So I wonder if that is something that contributed to me not being able to run each and every leg, each and every portion last year. So we'll see. We can try it, uh, change some things up, and see how it uh, how it works out. Other than that, took the day to uh, finally publish. My blog post, I meant to publish this a month and a half ago, the end of 2021. Uh, so it, it, it's sort of a, um, a very lengthy review of what I was able to do all of last year. If you're interested in taking a look at it, uh, there's no pictures. Uh, it's just words, but it's nicely blocked off. How's that? 
with uh, large title caps in between paragraphs. Uh, it's, it's up on my website, stephenserski.com. You can take a look at it at the end of 2021. And again, if you've been uh, listening to my audio blog, you, you've probably heard me talk about a lot of the different projects uh, that I've been doing over the last little while. Given that I did start this audio blog last May, and uh, in the current form, it's been going on since about September or October, so like the sort of extended version, if you will. Uh, but if you want to have a, a browse through, it is on my website, stephenserski.com, and it uh, sort of puts into writing just, it's, it's more for my own benefit uh, to see where I could go by this time next year. And the reason I publish it also, for me, of course, but if other people sort of want to have a look at the different projects I'm doing and how uh, to sort of you know pick and choose what they might be able to do, uh, that's sort of part of the reason I actually publish these things is, you know, so I'm doing this, could you do it? Or I see what other people are doing, could I do that? Some ideas I want to, uh, that I want to, put forth this year some things that I wanted to do but didn't happen um, by now the article publishing it today was kind of a bit dated but I figured publish it anyway get it out there and then that way uh, it's there to uh, look at for uh, the next year and see how much of actually uh, gets done um, some of the the highlights of it include like the uh, the month breakdowns like the breakdowns of these month-long challenges that I'm doing. So right now I'm kind of in the midst of what we what people have referred to as finish February, when you wherein you finish a lot of uh, the projects that you started, like NaNoWriMo or January tracks. Uh, now I was working on some of the design elements for December drumming and January, so creating like album covers and things like that, and looking into doing live streaming. So. With finish February, I'm kind of taking it easy. Uh, I'm not obligating myself to publish something new each and every day, but I wanted to, you know, finish February, get that blog post done, check, done. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it's been sitting there for six weeks. I figure, I mean, that qualifies as a finished February project, right? Uh, in terms of live streaming, uh, I was looking at it again, and I'm going, this was news to me. I don't, I guess I haven't really been paying attention. I haven't. Uh, I will be fully honest. I have not been paying attention uh, to the live streaming, particularly as it pertains to musicians, but then also uh, how how you can do it on cheap to multiple venues. I know that if you use OBS uh, streaming software, uh, so that's the Open Broadcasting System software, Open Broadcasting Software, it's free, open source, you can download it. Uh, but I, before, it only enabled you to stream to one channel, so like to Facebook or to YouTube. But now you can do multiple channels. You have to download a plugin, uh, but it is able to do it. Now, about those live streams. So that's to Facebook and YouTube. However, I mentioned also Bandcamp can do this and that's where I was going to host sort of the uh, live streams of my uh, the, these couple of albums that I've just made but then <laughs> I found a couple of other places uh, notably uh, what was it called was it single cast yeah something like this um, I have to look this up 
sorry, it's called Single Music, and there's another one called Mandolin Livestream. So these two, they sort of stick out because they offer not just live streaming for musicians, but because you can also mint NFTs. And I've mentioned this before. Last year, was it back in October or November? I can't remember when it was. I went off for a couple of days about the viability of NFTs, what they were and how they could work, how they could benefit people, how they could benefit, you know, uh, the artistic type, especially people who are trying to fundraise for projects such as movies or albums where it can cost a lot of money. And if you want to share the wealth, so to speak, so if someone buys an NFT, they own a portion of the album. So every time they sell or every time they share it and then someone else goes to buy that album, they receive a portion of the royalties from the NFT funds, the NFT purchase, right? So that's the idea. Now, I'm not sure of the commissions uh, for these. Like single music was the one that I was looking at the most. Uh, and it seems like it's in beta. Uh, mandolin, I think you can also do NFTs, but I think you also have to apply for it. So th this also, they're not the first to offer NFTs. There's OpenSea.io, like that's the big one. And there's, I think, Foundation, and there's another one that's pretty big in the NFT minting sphere. I don't, these ones offered it for free, which always sounds great but also suggests that there's going to be a high commission, like a so they're going to take a, a piece of the pie, which is what Bandcamp does. Uh, so, I mean, if I were to offer these albums for sale and I offered them for like 10 bucks or 7 bucks, you know, they would take, uh, from that, I think they take about $1.50. Is it 1, 15%, 20%? Somewhere around there. So, which, given the cost of maintaining servers, websites, and streams, and downloads, and blah, 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 <laughs> let them <laughs> take it <laughs> go ahead good i don't want i don't want to have to deal with that if i don't have to right um but so these uh streaming services a single music and mandolin they're not new in terms of nfts but they're they're new i guess because they are so music centered this takes away from youtube and even Facebook. Facebook, you can't monetize unless you have a certain number of subscribers and run a business and apply to monetize your feed. Um, YouTube, you need to to live stream uh, to live stream on a mobile mobile device. You have to have over a thousand subscribers on webcam or, or your computer. You can do it anyway, but you can't monetize unless you have more than one thousand. You can sell your own products, so you could create, you know, a book or a movie or whatever, podcast, and uh, you know, sort of hawk those wares. But uh, you can't, you can't get YouTube to pay you for advertising fees. So they'll run an advertisement, and I think you still have to declare that you are that that your video contains paid placements, even if it's your your uh, your product. I think you have to declare that. Uh, I'm not sure what the forms are exactly, but something along those lines. This came up because I was uh, I, I mentioned I was going to do this March motion challenge, whereas I'm going to uh, for the month of March I want to create a 
Apple Motion Project every single day. Well, one of the guys I follow, Simon Ubsdale on YouTube, he creates these fantastic tutorials, these fantastic works that he publishes on YouTube, and they have thousands, hundreds of thousands of views. And he just released a video kind of explaining what was going on. He's like, well, I kind of took a year off just to see what would happen. And he's like, guess what? I didn't make any more money. And that isn't to say that he wasn't making money. It was that when he was publishing a lot of videos and when he wasn't publishing videos, he was making the same amount. His point being, he wasn't making very much. So he now has a Patreon account uh, that I was actually thinking about uh, sending him a few bucks. Um, the the issue with that was that it had to be through PayPal or no through a credit card. I'm like, oh, goodness. And sometimes it gets tricky to use uh, credit cards with Patreon, which is also another idea. I mean, now for all these ways to make money, Patreon, NFTs, YouTube streaming, your own website, podcast, a lot of this stuff is free. So with the Simon Ubsdale tutorials, I was thinking, yeah, I'll throw him a couple bucks for it. May as well. Kind of neat. You know, a Udemy course runs $15 on sale. So, you know, $15 to that guy, he's well worth it. Um, especially since I've used so many of his tutorials uh, as uh, as basis of my own work. Uh, so it's, it's well worth it, I suppose. Um, so with that, like going into Patreon, uh, I mean, at what point which avenue is right right i mean you look at patreon these videos you know udemy you can make courses and you can do this all for free it's kind of crazy but at the same time how do you know which one is is appropriate and i kind of i've been thinking about this lately not just because of these creative endeavors but again if i ever go back to teaching in a larger classroom setting i mean are these things open for use in that method as well that would sort of be what I was thinking, uh, mainly because what could I make easy for myself? What can I make easy for my students? You know, students want to come to your office, talk. They want to ask grammar questions, typically, or they want you to proofread your essay. And you're like, that's your job, not mine. <laughs> like, of course, I can proofread it. But then if I don't proofread everybody's, how is that fair? right? The idea being that you take out some of the examples, say work on this, work on that. And then in class, you go through the different problems that they're having. Hopefully you're modifying your class as you go along uh, to, uh, you know, help the students and see, you know, where you're seeing the issues. But that, that's what it is, especially introductory English courses. Like, uh, and by introductory, I mean, like they're starting to write essays for, you know, to, to go overseas. You want to be able to, you don't want to sit there and read all of those essays because they're going to be brutal. They're going to be terrible. Uh, they're going to be chock full of errors. Um, and again, if you're proofreading one, then do you, do you proofread them all? Your job's are you a proofreader or are you trying to instruct them how to do this on their own? Plus, use Grammarly. Isn't that what everybody else is doing? <laughs> I mean, doesn't Open Office even do grammar checking now, I think? Uh, to be fair. You have to understand what it's checking grammar, like what the problem it sees. It's all well and good to see that, you know, the whole thing is underlined in red. But if you don't know how to fix it, that is that is a bit of an issue, isn't it? All right, folks. Well, it's been a productive day, but yeah, it is back to work tomorrow. Uh, I'm very happy to say that if all goes well, tomorrow night I should be able to... Uh, 
have another podcast episode done and in the books. Uh, going to be a location recording, uh, so I'm hoping I can get the sound to s- pretty decent. Um, whether or not, like it won't be Zoom quality, uh, but it should be decent enough. Hopefully there's no background music. That's always been my, my big issue. But that should be uh, locked in tomorrow night. And then I have another uh, lady who has said that she would be uh, interested in being on the podcast as well. If not next week, then sometime in the coming coming weeks, I guess. Righto, folks. Show notes and tracks available up on stevensersky.com. You can go check out that new blog post. Take a read through it. Take you 30 seconds to flip through all the titles. And, of course, uh, if you haven't done so already, January 2022, done. Uh, you can stream all of those on my website under the appropriate page. Same with December Drumming 2021 which also has its own page on my website. Folks, thanks for listening. Hope you're doing well. Hope your back feels great. Have a good one. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.